kind of hard finding oh, friends. absolutely. Yeah, you me. It's kind of hard finding people to talk about murder without questioning my sanity. So, who would want to talk about murder? Who doesn't want to talk about murder? Those are important. So, uh, first of all, what are your opinions on true crime before we just get right into the topic for today's episode? I think it's I think it's pretty interesting, honestly. I like hearing about people's I mean, issues and etc. All right, so so Gary Ridgeway, topic number one. Gary Ridgeway. <laughs> Gary number Ridgeway. One. Gary Ridgeway. <laughs> or also <laughs> known yeah, as the Green, the Green River, River Killer. I got it. That was mine. Rude. <laughs> the my clip. Rude. You know what? Uh, why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell us about him? So, you already know. Just hearing from the name, it already sounds suspicious. But his name is Gary Ridgeway, aka the Green River Killer. And kill although the there are other serial killers who may be a little psycho and killed a couple people, he was successful in killing over forty nine women. Not 49. Over 50. Forty-nine. 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 Not fifty. Forty-nine. <laughs> no, not fifty. That's not that's that's not murder. good enough. You gotta you gotta asshole. have forty-nine. Dude, you yeah, can just... already tell by like his murder count that he's like not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's not an even number. The audacity. <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. Yeah. But um it just he just has over 49 victims and the date of his murders were from like the early 80s to the late 90s so he was he was pretty um off the police's hands for like quite a while yeah he was doing his thing for a hot minute he just kind of used to it too before he actually got arrested in 2001 and he is still currently alive from what I've known November 30th to be exact. Yeah, November 30th, 2001. Life sentence? Four days after I was born. Really? Wait, really? Yeah. That's cool. You're You're, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're old. Uh, Funny. Big funny. Okay, anyways. Anyways. Gary Ridgeway. Let's talk about him. So Why Gary Ridgeway. Let's talk about our killer. Gary Ridgeway was born in Salt that. Lake City in Utah. And he has two Already brothers. Bad. Already bad. Utah? <laughs> Already bad. Who He's born in Utah? in Utah. Who lives in Utah? Exactly. There's like five no people. One. And one of them Gary was Ridgeway. No wonder he has 49 yeah. victims. Yeah, it was all the people that lived in Utah. Couldn't even reach 50 because it's Utah. Sorry. <laughs> just, just blame it on Utah. Yeah, this is 49 rank is basically the ranking of Utah. No! Oh my god. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> Anyways. No offense, Utah. He was born. Probably. With, oh. He was born with two brothers, Gregory and Thomas. And... 
his family were kind of just off to the side while he lived like a really troubled life and had a complicated relationship with his mother. Like his mommy mother issues. Was, mommy issues. Ooh. The foundation of every serial killer. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. It's always got to be that one abusive parent. Or two, you know. Always mommy issues, though. Always mommy issues. It's always the mommy issues. Yeah, it's like a requirement for serial killers nowadays. And in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, his his family wasn't really helping because his mom always, like, belittled and embarrassed him. Which, like, same, but... Same. Ouch. (laughs) But, But, you know, his family just kind of stood off to the side and let him be like that's just the right way to parent no yeah. no yeah, please don't definitely. no uh-huh. don't take advice from julia please what kind of, what kind of parent listens to me anyway <laughs> other foundation how was his school life his school life was like oh boy so three shot what's the average iq a hundred 100 yeah 100 yeah. His IQ was an 82. So it's it's all coming together at this point. He was stupid. He was abused. He lived in Utah. Like (laughs) like Utah. How to know you lived the worst life ever. You lived in Utah. (laughs) You fill out the requirements of Gary Ridgway. Dang. And Absolutely. Like, none of us are talking about it, but his name was Gary. Like, who names who a kid Gary? No, only one. R. People, only people who live in Utah. Duh. Yeah. That's it. See, I'd murder too if my name was Gary. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, carrying on. <laughs> so Gary Ridgeway, he had an IQ of eighty-two. And so at one point in high school, he had to repeat a single school year twice in order to get, like, decent enough grades to pass. Like, at least pass to get to the next year. So you can already imagine the struggling he had to go through. And you can kind of see where his little origins of being a serial killer is. Because, like, around when he was, like, 16, he just went up to a kid in a park and stabbed the boy in the liver because he claimed he wanted to know what it was like to kill someone. Um, Once upon a time, I stabbed a kid in the okay, hand in the seventh but- grade. Seventeenth, nope, the seventh grade. Yeah. Do you want to know what it was like to stab someone's? No, nah, it was in self defense. Ah, uh, see, that's okay. justified. See, you're being a good person. He's just being um a not good person. Uh, he just uh, wants to feel I- like it was. He- just want to know what it's like to be God. A prick, I would say. No. Okay. But, like, you know my but if, if he wanted to know what it was like to kill someone, shouldn't he have stabbed them, like, outside of the liver? Like, somewhere? I okay, well, okay, this is... Yes, Julia, this is IQ. when he was ex- inexperienced, okay? He just wanted to know what it was like. He didn't, he didn't know what, how to stab someone. He, he just, just saw someone's, it- someone's kid and just stabbed him. That's a... He knows how to wield a knife and put it into someone's body. That's all. He has an IQ of 82. You think he knows anatomy? No. You think he knows, period? Like. <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, he knew enough to stay under the radar of the cops. Yeah. 
I didn't know how and we'll talk about that later too but yeah so the uh, boy even like survived so he, he <laughs> no alcohol for him dang <laughs> he's just six it's years just old dang. no alcohol Talking. for you she's like the oldest kid in the entire school in it his sounds- high school because he's been held back twice so like i can go into college like, and they're like hey buddy want to drink and you're like nah gary woodway stabbed me in the kit in the freaking liver when i was 16 <laughs> no Sorry. when he was six wait so this is like wait was it? no it was when he was 16 no he stabbed the kid when he was 16 but the kid was six. Oh, was it a six-year-old yeah yeah he was six oh okay. f so this is like the 1960s he stabbed the guy, but like his murders were in 1982. So like, what happened? Like, you know, during the murder period. Yeah. So, uh, we already know he got held back twice in high school. So, uh, by the age of 18, he didn't even graduate. He was still in high school, and that's when he was like drafted to join the navy. And finally, after graduating April- high school, he married Claudia Barrows. Of course, he went to the Navy. That's the only one he can get into. Is that, yeah. What do you mean? The Marines are the dumb one, not the Navy. Oh, true, true. Well, you know what? <laughs> he proved otherwise with his IQ, okay? Maybe <laughs> too. Tell us about his adult life. Yeah, carrying on. Um, Yeah, so he married Claudia Barrows, his high school girlfriend. He was sent off to Vietnam. And while he was in, like, Vietnam, he was kind of, like, involved with prostitutes if you can call it that despite like you know his dad just absolutely hating them you know how a lot yeah. of people do to shame prostitutes but just, it's just like that father-son moment that's like hey you can't spend time with prostitutes that's a big no-no and he's like mm-hmm. okay gonna, and he's like away he does it anyways but yeah, he just well, uh, offspring was related to us. No, no. I think, I think... <laughs> I'm clipping that out. Anyway, <laughs> what did she say? What did she say? What did she say? I said his offspring are probably related to us because there's a lot of prostitutes in the town. I'm clipping that out. I hate you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Anyways. Continuing Anyways. on, uh, while he was off and away, Claudia, you know, on the other hand, began dating again while Ridgeway was gone. And then after that, within that year, the marriage just ended. Like that's it. As it should have. As should have. even like? Why would you even marry him? I don't know. Very eighty-two IQ man i mean it's possible he just has this some sort of like charm despite him being being kind of like he's like you know below average iq yeah we got like you know like a touch of manipulative or uh, oh i'm looking at him what charm <laughs> <laughs> dang um, <laughs> he looks he just looks. 
Well, you know, speaking of charm, he was able to snag a second wife, and her name was Marcia Winslow. Impressive, I know. And many of, like, his friends, like, always said, like, he's kind of, like, like, kind of, like, outwarding, outgoing. Like, I guess I could see it, but at the same time, like, he's described as, like, some strange person, because, like, during his second marriage with Winslow, she claimed that he kind of, they would often argue sometimes, and then there was one time where he would put her in a chokehold before. Okay, strange, strange is not equivalent to abuser. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd imagine you'd be strange if you abused someone, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, you know, but okay, maybe so- that's okay. That's not the strange thing. What's really strange is that he like started having this like sudden like religious phase. Like he just started becoming a religious fanatic because he like often read the Bible like at home, at work, out loud. He would, like, spread the word of God, like, door to door, and he would cry after sermons or reading the Bible. And he even, like, tried to inflict, like, strict teachings from their church pastor onto Winslow. So you can already imagine that, like, he just already went through this, like, random phase to be religious. Obviously, like, completely contrary to what he actually was. But yeah, I mean, why throwing a whole lot of life? You know, like, you know, like, like, like baptizes the, the spray bottle or whatever it is and just spritz, spritz, be gone, demon, be gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware of like, Follow Christianity, the or I guess, like, the Bible in general is very, like, I guess straightforward about their like practice of you know not killing people yeah right right yeah just don't murder people yeah i mean that's in general too but like specifically him being a religious like fanatic so like you know like how do again what freaking what version of the bible (laughs) i don't know yeah i know i I was gonna ask like in his in his head and it it just didn't exist. Yeah, no, just... I mean, like, do we know if there was any like religious influence when he was like a kid, or did he just like just? Well, take I the, would have assumed, you know, probably not. But maybe, maybe because after more. like reflecting upon what he had done to those prostitutes, like way off and. Um, you know, the whole incident about him stabbing a child it's just kind of like, oh, I should confess my sins kind of scenario, right? But the way, like, I don't think you can just interpret the Bible, like, from do not kill to, oh, let's kill, right? It's just, yeah, it's, it's not, remember, remember correctly, from other sources I have heard, there might have been a version of the Bible that read off that um, Jesus had killed people, or that there was slaughter 
within the Bible that was deemed holy. Right. So yes. maybe um, okay, he just so interpreted I, I, it as I, I that kind of Bible. About, I, I know what she's talking about. It wasn't Jesus. Okay. It was um, so in the Old Testament. Uh, I forgot. God sent someone into two cities and said, if you could find one good person in that city, I'll spare everyone in there. He did not find one good person. You want to know what he did? He turned everyone into salt or something like that. Oh. That's not really death, and it doesn't align with what he did. Again, it's it's that more was, about interpretation, because... Yeah. yeah. Unless he started interpreting himself as, like, killing people. I think as he's just delusional. It, it's, it's like how... Food. It's I like how, um... How some people interpret, like, fruit in the book of Genesis, like, with Adam and Eve, as, like, a symbolism for sleeping with each other. So, it's either, like, they they slept with each other and it's called impure, like, before marriage, or they just ate a fruit, you know? It's, like, maybe that kind of scenario. Or we go the uh, God complex route and we say that he thought he was making him, making these victims holy again by killing them. Perfect. Or he yeah, thought that he... Well, since... Uh, or, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, how the Bible sort of promotes like open-mindedness and like accepting of others, I think he's like he could be like, oh, if it's all accepting, then what I'm doing isn't wrong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's possible. Snap, snap. Could have killed some people because uh, no one said I couldn't. Because either way, God is still going to forgive me. You know, if God said that I can I do just it. Have to believe no one hard can enough. stop me. Yeah, it, it's like oh. that. You know, it's like um, what, what if else I believe hard God? enough, I'll be forgiven. Like no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't, don't kill me. That's just not how it works. But, um... Oof. Yeah, it's just, like, how he's trying to... You know, just inflict strict teachings onto his wife and whatnot. And, like, him just as a serial killer in general, it kind of just, like... Kind of shows or displays, like, this kind of... Struggle between choosing sin and like trying to justify sin by being holy you know yeah because he often he's like uh he's a he's belittling and embarrassing prostitutes out in the public and complaining about them but at the same time he's trying to pick them up and have sex with them so oh prostitutes oh Right, but he's he's also the one that's like, you know, telling them they're gonna go to hell. But he's the one that's also participating in the act. He's like creating the sins from. It's possible. The earth. It's possible. Marks. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like, though his methods of thinking. His methods of what? Thinking thinking like yeah like the ways he thought about how like these prostitutes were like you know he spoke so illy of them and literally uh, well you said like told them to go to hell so i'm assuming that he 
was not the nicest man. Um, I guess Duh. when someone didn't, yeah, you know, he's a serial killer. I guess when like something wasn't in his viewpoint, or he wasn't accepting of when things didn't go his way. I think mm-hmm. maybe, which maybe. is why he's like very uh, focused on himself only. Yeah, right. yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. It's just eh, you can just kind of see him being like a hypocrite, honestly. Yeah, he's just a big wait, hypocrite. Wait, 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 wait. Women like objects. Was there any reason why he had this such a like strong attachment to prostitutes and murdering just prostitutes? Well, he was just attached to the idea of sex. If you can just say that, I don't. He's just like kind of attached to the idea of it. So then, like. You know, he, from, like, a really early age, I think, like, around high school, too, like, he had multiple girlfriends. Not at the same time, but, you know, whenever he had, like, girlfriends or, like, when he married to his, like, wives, he just kind of, like, always urged to, you know, engage in sex with them, especially in public areas or somewhere that's more secluded, like, the woods. And actually, some of, like, the places where they even, like, have sex in the first place were the areas where like one of his where his victims bodies had been discovered mm-hmm. oh he's obsessed with the idea of having someone follow along with what he wants like you know uh where the dead body was obviously you know gives him pride that he did something very significant right right and it's more like oh this is my accomplishment this is what i've done yeah, he's like my territory. To me, it sounds like, very possessive because public areas is possessive, right. uh, and the woods like completely isolated. It's also, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. makes it feel a little more dominant in the area, and it just kind of feels like I'm in control. Yeah, like nobody else knows what's up in here except me. So I, I am. Uh, also, no. just curious how he managed to have sex with so many prostitutes. Like, ha- how? I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, we we already know the idea. We already know the idea of him being like maybe somewhat charming in high school. So he just kind of applies that manipulative behavior onto when he was older. Like he would drive by them and pick up the prostitutes as, like, you know, any person who wants to be involved with them. And, like, he would try to make up conversation with them. You know, try to get, like, go, like, the nice guy easing group, show them a picture of, like, his son to get them to empathize with him and feel, and, like, feel safe around him and, you know, just let down their guards. And then after engaging in sex, he would just start strangling them. All of his victims were prostitutes yes all of his yeah. well you can say they're yeah. all prostitutes okay. like what i've researched they said there usually are prostitutes but i wouldn't see him so wait. with yes wait he how did he even strangle them because if he's using his hands wouldn't like wouldn't there be like oh like slight of him well yeah okay oh, so like at first, you know, his little journey of strangling prostitutes, he did it manually. But, you know, obviously, they're not going to let him strangle them. So they're going to try to fight it back. 
so they would often inflict like bruises or like kind of like small wounds on his arms and he would think it would be very suspicious if others found out so then he just started shifting his method from strangling them manually with using a ligature like oh, belt well that's one way to the belt is a classic probably classic just the classic the classic oh boy but yeah he just so, he knows enough to cover his tracks yeah so yeah, he, he doesn't know enough to like pass a high school class so <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah but you know how early in this podcast you were like oh but he you know if his murders date back from the early 80s to the late 90s then surely he would have been able to get away despite him having an iq of 82 and that's the thing like he may just have an iq of 82 but he's just have this some sort of like I don't know, God complex? Like, he's got, he's got, I feel he, he was has just lucky. Uh, maybe was... a touch of narcissism. I mean, he got found out eventually. Eventually, so. duh. Well, well, we'll get to that, but. We'll get to that, but. Before we even get to, like, him getting away with these murders, like, how did he hide his bodies? So we already yeah. know that he was called the, the Green, Green River, River Killer. Why was he called the Green River Killer? Because he, he, he would dump their bodies near the Green River. No. Wow. How creative. Wow. It's almost like I didn't expect that. It's they a very original name. They should have just called Extremely him Gary. Original. Gary the Killer. That's really awful. Gary the Killer. You know how terrifying like that is. Gary the Killer. Just Gary. Among the ranks of Slenderman. Ooh. Slenderman. Gary the Killer. That's a whole creepy pasta right there. <laughs> but yeah, they just call him the Green River Killer because why? He dumped their bodies around the Green River or in wooded areas around the Green River. Like I think most like. His first bodies were dumped down the river, and he was even, like, maybe kind of suspected by the police, by, you know, children just playing, and they just see a bag floating down the river, and they're that's like, what is that? Oh, no, just, oh, just that's, imagine, that's a... you're a little child, and you're just, like, walking up to the river, and you see a bag floating down, and you're like, hey, Mommy, mom, someone left their carpet over there. That's terrifying. I can't imagine that like experience you would have as a kid. From time to time, he would visit those bodies back again, dig them up, and engage in necrophilia. Of course, someone named so Gary like, would do that. Like, right. like, oh, you're, you're a special one. I'm going to come back to you later. Exactly. It's creepy. Jesus <laughs> so, no. so just predator. Predator, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's gone past the point of predator. Okay, yeah. He obviously he's a serial killer killer now. He's gonna kill people now. He's not even a sexual predator. And like, I think I think he's been killing people. I think around this time too, like when he got to his quote-unquote climax of being 
a pretty successful serial killer. He was still he was married to his like his fourth wife at the time. Oh. Yeah. And oh. his his fourth wife, oh my gosh, he was oblivious to all of this. Like <laughs> You're married to your husband, your love of your life. And the police come into your house and confronts you and said, hey, your husband or your wife is a serial killer. And they've been killing people for the past three months. This can't be possible. Oh, my God. I've only lived with them for the past year. How? How? It's almost as if I'm like his ninth partner. Oh my god! I have an STD! No! <laughs> but yeah, um... Really oblivious to whatever was going on around her. Which, I don't... I'm, actually, I do blame her a lot. Because I feel... I believe that he would have been caught way, way earlier. If it wasn't for, you know, his wife just was there. To- it was just no Because I okay. feel like she just had like a lot of loyalty and faith to him until she started realizing, oh no. Yeah, my husband, he's a murderer. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah, like, it well, be like that sometimes. It'd be weird because he'd be like he would wake up like really early, like one, three AM. He said it's for work. When in actuality, he would be off burying or digging up bodies around that time. And then he would come home, like, I guess regular time? Or, like, really late at night. And you say, oh, no, it's for work. And there's, like, an, also an incident where, like... Who comes home from work I mean, with oh, their hands, like, that nasty? Like, well, they dug to, up a body. To be fair, if my partner said that, I think they'd be cheating on me. Not, you know... Yeah, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I mean, worst, worst, for the worst. They're all dead. Oh, maybe he got with so many women because they were just as low IQ as he was. <laughs> oh my god. That's brutal. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyways. 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 Yeah, just really oblivious. There was like an incident too where um their carpet actually went missing, but the wife didn't question it. I don't It's I don't know. for work. It, she's just like, Oh, maybe the carpet was ugly. He's just throwing it out. <laughs> and then the oh, police the Yeah, this one her. section in particular. Yeah, and then the police confronted her like no, I I, I truly believe that he took the carpet to wrap a dead body. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> and she sits there like, "Oh, ah, uh, <laughs> this is what I've come to." It's okay. It was only five dollars at the garage sale. <laughs> five dollars. Five solid dollars. No wonder why my rug disappearing. Dollars. That weird stuff. Let's just briefly talk about why hasn't he been caught way earlier? Because for the early 80s to the late 90s, he just hasn't been caught. 
like officially at least he's been suspected by the police multiple times and he's actually been interrogated you know during those years when he was like murdering people and he was just there and the police would just be like interrogating him and asking him all these questions they even i think they performed him like performed on him multiple polygraph tests but ridgeway would often successfully just pass it so they just kind of like oh whatever his iq was so unbelievably low he didn't know that he was lying he wasn't like how did they find out well that's the thing like he just confessed like at an interrogation (laughs) when he felt a little cornered he just confessed that he killed all those people and he even specified how many like women he had killed and what he has done in those past years of his life, starting when he was a kid. Despite wow. him saying at one interrogation, like way before, saying that he lost count of all the women he has killed. Well, wow. He's just too good. He's just too good. He's he was so good. unbelievably good that he had to tell the cops that he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like that's great. Yeah. By now, I think the great. cops had lower IQs than he did. Okay, I mean, let's just, oh, it was in the eighties, so you can't really. This is true. Yeah. What no, two thousands was still pretty 80s? bad. Like, they had a they had a radio or two, maybe I don't know. Okay, they just, okay. Like, I just believe one... that if like if well, I really forgot what I was gonna say. I just believe that he would have just been caught way later, or like somewhat just a little later, if the police, you know, decide to not keep track of Ridgeway, despite you know, like after the many interrogations. Yeah, true. Because if they stop, they wouldn't bother looking back on him, even if their technology you know, has advanced, right? Yeah. But, like, because, you know, obviously, with all these missing yeah. people, some of the women were, um, they were unidentified, and they're still unidentified right now. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, yeah. So, and like, he, Jane does? That's terrible. Yeah, it's, basically. I mean, like... That's horrendous. That's terrible. Right. That and terrible, yeah. He... He just kind of got away with it, and obviously because the police are suspicious, they I, they have to be on his back. If they weren't on his back after those many interrogations, he would have been caught. Just yeah. finally in two thousand one. Yeah, he might have never gotten caught if they just left him alone. Actually, yeah, which is kind of scary. The thing is, like, he probably just would have still too. continued killing too if he just got away, or if he just never confessed in the first place. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And after that, he was arrested on November 30th, 2001. And that's where we end our case. Four days after my birthday. Four days <clears throat> after her birthday. So, what are some opinions on this case? Dude, they're, honestly speaking, kind of sick. In the gross yeah. way. Sick, but in the yeah. grossest way. The story. amount of FBI's he probably got. I think also, because his character was more manipulative and possessive, it was very 
easy for him to get away with having like prostitutes and especially like the lack of like word of like spread of word and how under the radar like the women were right. uh like he didn't he only got away with it because it was such easy access and right he was dumb yeah yeah <laughs> that's the pathology or not pathology but it was called tests you know mm-hmm. i'm kind of i feel inclined to believe he's kind of a sociopath oh yeah i mean he, oh duh it just still messes me up he's a narcissist. it messes me up how he was like preaching religion however believed that he was able to do this and right. still brought you know yeah. what that does bring up a memory that i have um uh, once upon a time i was told by a man that since jesus died for our sins he died for all of our sins from now from then on so hmm. we could sin right now but they're still being forgiven because he died in the no Bible. no no. Which is, I feel like he believed that. I mean, still not an excuse to be, you know, a bad person. Don't be a bad oh, person. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, yeah, because if he just explained that logic to you, then you should just backlash him for, oh, so if I hit your car, you'd still forgive me, right? Like, obviously not. That doesn't give an excuse to be, you know, a bad person. It's yeah. okay, Jesus forgave me, so I'll do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Don't apply that logic to reality, guys. That's, no. not, how it works. That's not how it works. Keep but... your comments done. Yeah. Yeah, especially, yeah. It's, he got drafted. It was sort of a darker time with him. I think also because there was such a lack of you know, social, or there was so many social issues that there was a lack of really development and maturity for him, so mm-hmm. having a, you know, people follow religion is because they need something to believe in and a motivation, right? So I think for him, his motivation could have been that, but also his desires, and they kind of just mix together. Right. It's yeah, like, his, his, it's pretty uh-huh. much, it was his encouragement. It was what he wanted to in order to fuel his own desires yeah i can see that and i'm also going to vietnam that already adds a whole bunch of ptsd right yeah i would have imagined because you know and also like maybe like taking it out on his second wife too because he did Mm. kind of abuse her and kind of just not consider her as a person but more as like a audience to his quote unquote Fanatics. teachings. Yeah. Yeah. It was like his personal assistant, sidekick, just like someone who is always going to be there to like hear out his drive, I suppose. He, because, mm. you know, his yeah. first two, three marriages was all about them being side characters and just, they're just there. They're supposed to make him look good and appealing to the public, right? But his fourth wife, like, I think his fourth wife admitted that he treated her really well. And maybe that's, like, the point where he realized, this is bad, but I'm still doing it anyways. And in order for to cover up how malicious this is, 
I'm going to convince myself I'm good by treating my family nicely, right? And that kind of just yeah. leaves her to believe, like, he's a good person. He wouldn't do that kind of stuff. So maybe that's also why he got away with leaving the house really early and coming home really late at night and some stuff missing in the house and whatnot. Yeah, it was, it was his yeah, own way yeah. of coping, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Well, at least he didn't abuse his wife. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, he, he... I mean, he probably abused a whole bunch of them. He like probably he just did, said. to be honest. Okay. But, like, maybe not his wife, but, like, look at the uh, 49 plus Everyone victims. Else. There has to have been something between his wives and various girlfriends. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Duh, obviously. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. I mean, he put his, what, he put his second wife into a chokehold? Yes. Oh, that's right. He is a wife beater. Never mind. I lied. Never mind. We're doing this guy. <laughs> but, yeah, he is still currently alive, 71 years old. Why? Oh, he doesn't have much more time left. Oh, jeez. Dang. I mean, he really, he really went for it in his prime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But thank you Oof. for coming to this this episode, the first episode of this very short podcast. Yeah, it was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. It was great. Love talking about Gary Ridgeway, the Green River Killer. The man from um, Utah. The, the man. And the constant walking like up a man who is still alive. 82. 80, what? 88. Wait. 82 what IQ. 82 IQ. Man, be a brick. So, moral of the story. <laughs> Don't live in Utah. Just- <laughs> Don't be born in and Utah. deny your mommy <laughs> Moral of the story, be born smart, don't be born in Utah, and be a good person. Moral of the story, also. Deny your mommy issues. If you want to marry someone and they stab someone when they were, like, 16 and it was a child, don't marry them. It's not that hard. That might be a bad idea. Get out of there. Moral of the story, just because you say you practice something doesn't mean you actually are. And you shouldn't apply that to your lifestyle because it doesn't change you as a person. It only affects other people negatively and it doesn't make you look any better. Better moral would be like just because you practice something. Don't use an old text to justify everything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Don't use religion to justify everything you do. Anyways, this was terrible. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. And next episode, we will be discussing an Italian mother, um, very troubled and known for uh, cooking her victims alive, or just no, maybe not alive, oh, but t- cooking her victims and converting their fat into body soaps, bar soaps, not bo- whoa, what? body soaps, bar soaps. Literal and, body soaps. Oh, sounds like the. And including their blood in tea cakes. Sounds great. I'm Sounds excited. Great. Yeah, so we'll see you in the next podcast. Say bye. 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 bye.